Hey folks, welcome back to the DC3 cast. Today we are going to go page by page through Death Metal number three. I'm Brian, with me as always are Zach and Vince. Uh, Vincey, you're the captain for this one, so take it away. Sure, well, I, weren't we going to start with the Legends of the Dark Knights? Oh, I, 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 I thought we would use that as the encore after our uh, after our performance. <laughs> we, we, we can start with that if you want. Okay, well, because technically it did come before okay, sure. Death Metal 3. All right, yeah. All um, right, so we are not going to go page by page through that, but, no. but maybe maybe just story, just maybe story by story, um, sure. real this, quick. This is this is cringe with good art. This whole yes. issue. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, um, that's really well said. It is. It is mostly cringe. Um, it's like the, it's like. This Legends of the Dark Knights thing is like all the jokes people make about death metal, <laughs> except they're actually accurate about this. You know, yes. yeah. like I, th- I think death metal I, itself has been pretty fun, um, if not a little like slight and inconsequential or irreverent. But like this is the thing that people make fun of when they talk about like the Snyder metal Dark Knights stuff. This I, just. I will... I would this say spe- into it. specifically the first story too. The, the first two, which stories. has the words, the the words Bat Manhattan are in this book. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yes, they are. Um, okay, so the first story is the dark is uh, the darkest night in I am here. So it's basically, first of all, it's a retelling of the Batman Who Laughs origin. Basically, yes. We should say written by three, three, three very three good writers were needed to write this. Scott Snyder, James Tynion the fourth, and Joshua Williamson, and illustrated by Tony so Daniel. My, Art by my Tony take Daniel. on this, though, my take on this is that it doesn't even have to be written at this point. It's like <laughs> auto-generated. Like they put those names on it, but really they just like crammed in, you know, the last like four years of stories in this auto-generated, and then Tony Daniel drew it. That's right. Yes. And and no T- Tony Daniel has never drawn a more Tony Daniel issue of a comic than this one. So if you're a fan of uh Tony Daniel, that's great. That's great for you. Um but was there yeah. anything new in this story besides the phrase Batman Hatton? Bes- uh they actually showing the origin of the Bruce Bruce Osterman. I guess. Oh, sure. Yes. yes. Okay. Absolutely. Like, actually showing that bit, but like you could put two and two together. Well, I don't know. Like tying it to the button, that actually was like, I won't say surprising, but I just didn't expect that, you know? Yeah. I, I just assumed it was very similar to, you know, John Osterman's origin, but thro- throwing in the button, of course, it's obvious, but, you know, got to have that button. Sure. Yeah. Love that yeah, button. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing about this story was at the end, uh, the the darkest night is talking about how uh, how he's basically uh, reexamining Bruce's origin, mirrored through his own, and he he says stuff like, uh, "I will be the bullet, the multiverse, oh, crime the alley, pearls. and and the earths will be my pearls." <laughs> Except then later he says every planet like a bullet fired at Perpetua. Okay, so wait, are are you the bullet or are the planets <laughs> the bullet? I thought, I it's got to be your bull. Yeah. It's got to be your bull. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Zach doesn't get that one. No, he doesn't. Uh, no, I don't. I thought the planets were pearls. Yeah, this is like yeah, it's it's 
Fucking What's the pearls, whole one thinks? Again, like this is this is the Snyder writing that people joke about. That's not actually in half of the stuff that he writes, but like it is here. So, um, yeah, it's got to be your bull, basically. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. The second uh, story, <laughs> named after everyone's favorite police song, <laughs> "The King of Pain." Uh, police. Vince, yeah, King of Pain, the police. Isn't it go? Isn't that go west? No, that's King of Wishful Thinking. Oh. <laughs> uh, folks, it's time for America's right. favorite game show. Name that Weird Al parody. What was the Weird Al parody of the police's King of Pain? Oh, King of... Uh... From the In 3D album. King it's in... Not, it's not a good one. I'll tell you, it's one of the worst Weird Al parodies. No, yeah, I, I don't know. It's the King of Suede. King of Sway. That's right. It sounds like a joke somebody would make about a Weird Al parody. Um, yeah, but continuing the theme here. Yes, King of Pain by Peter Tomasi and Riley Rosmo. And my my first note is, what the fuck is this shit? Oh man, this is um, terrible. One of one of the dumbest things I've read at DC in the last five years, for sure. I have no reservations yeah. about saying that. Uh, so to describe the story, Zach, you want to get in on this? What what uh, what uh, did you think? Dumb, dumb as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it was you had compared it to the like the the psycho kid Bruce from Tom King's Run. It is. Uh, it's the same story. It's that, it's that same thing, yeah. And it's somehow worse than that. It's like. Like you took the worst part of Tom King's run and you did like a worse version of it. So here and poor Riley Rosmo because yes, because Riley's great. Here's my question, okay. In this story, we see you know an alternate universe Bruce who kills his parents and frames Joe Chiller, whoever for the for the murder. And we see that Alfred knows that he's, you know, he's this evil person. It's basically that episode of the Twilight Zone where the kid can uh, control everything with his mind. Everyone's that's be nice to him, so that, so that he doesn't kill them. It's basically Alfred just has to be nice to Bruce, so Bruce doesn't kill him throughout this whole issue. But at the end of the issue, he says like, "Alfred, I have become the Robin King." What the fuck does that even mean? Like, how does he... It doesn't make any sense, it, it makes... like, in the context of anything. No, it makes absolutely no sense. And I, I am not trying to be comic book guy, you know, striking the same rib twice, uh, making different sounds. You know, like, I am not trying to be that guy and be that nitpicky by continuity here. But, like, there is nothing in this issue about robins or kings that would ever lead this child to proclaim himself to be the robin king it's not even explained away like you know alfred could have been saying to him you know when robins nest you know if there's a group of robins one becomes the alpha they call that one the robin king make some shit up snyder or tinian for sure would have done yes absolutely make something up but instead it's just this absolute drivel that makes no sense whatsoever oh god it's terrible yeah, Tomasi's really been uh, off the rails lately between this and Tech. Yeah. Um, Don't forget him dropping off that corpse at the guy's house in Superman. <laughs> <laughs> that's where it all went bad. That's where yeah. it all started. Uh, that's where the trouble started. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that that story is is very dumb, very nihilistic. Um, again, it's like a parody of all the the, the Dark Knights stuff. Um, the next issue or the next story is a bit of a breath of fresh air, but like, first of all, there's a pall hanging over it because it was supposed to be written by Warren Ellis. And who was um, supposed to illustrate it? Was it supposed to be Jamal Eigel? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm gonna look but, that up um, while you while you do talk about this. But Marguerite Bennett writes it instead, who I'm a huge fan of, and and Jamal Eigel does the art, who I'm also a fan of. It's just such a slight story. It's a two pager about the the bat the B Rex, the Batmanosaurus Rex, uh, just basically stomping around. Um, it's really nothing, you know. It is truly yeah. nothing. It's yeah. It's not. It's not. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Um, then we get uh, something called. It was, I'm sorry. Oh, it was oh. it was supposed to be Jim Chung illustrating it for Warren Ellis. Ah, okay, okay. Um, then we get uh, this man, this city, which was written by Frank Thierry, art by Francesco Francavia. Probably the only reason to tune in to this one is yep. the Francavia art, which I thought was great. The, the art Bain. is. Oh, Molto Bane. His, like, older Damien, the the very old Bruce Wayne. Something about them seems like they're from, like, a silent film or something in this. Um, and some of the imagery is really stark and violent. Basically, Bruce ends up sacrificing Damien so that he can become Gotham City. Um, which, that is the right kind of bonkers, and I felt like it's handled decently well in this it's stupid for sure it's it's dumb but i just really like the francovia art it really sells it Do you guys yeah. would you guys yeah. have any other no i, I I'm think fine this with is this the second best it's the second best one in the in the issue sure yeah I, I, I was just saying this is the proper sort of dumb in comics yeah i'm fine with this yeah yeah i agree uh then we get uh, Road Warrior, which is this one's a lot like the B Rex one in that I think it's only like two pages long, and it's just the Bat Monster Truck doing like an internal monologue and kind of kind of stomping around, um, and it's written and illustrated by Daniel Warren Johnson. And I wish we got him on better stuff. Yes, for sure, for sure. His, his art's great. It's it's good in this, but he do, he doesn't give himself a lot to draw in this either. There's not a lot of variation in the the two pages that he's dealing with here. Um, it is what it is. It's it's totally inconsequential. Zach, is this last one the best one? Yeah. Is that what you were alluding to? Yeah. 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 So the last one is uh, "I Shall Become," which is written by Garth Ennis and art from the great joel jones um bruce dies and uploads his mind to the internet which then gets placed in the in a new body the body of a baby Mm -hmm. um that can't lift his head yet so he's like rolling around on the floor of the bat cave with this humongous baby head and having this like adult bruce internal monologue will all he can do uh, to help himself is to cry. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is Zach. Go off on this one. This was your favorite. Oh, I mean, it's just good. I, it's just like funny. It's irreverent, but in like a good way. Um, and it's silly. It's kind of the only one that really like makes fun of how silly the dark Batman thing is. Um, but in, in a way that's like not just kind of like shitting on everything. It's just it's good. It does what it's it does what it's supposed to do, and it does it well. That's right. I really like this issue, this this story rather, until I saw somebody on Twitter compare Bruce in the baby body to Family Guy, <laughs> and then I was <laughs> then I was very turned off from this forever. <laughs> I'll see. I was thinking Boss Baby, which is as bad, if not worse. No, uh, Boss Baby is better than Boss Baby is meant for kids. Family Guy is meant for assholes. It's a big difference there. Sure. Okay. <laughs> God. Damn you, Lois. Exactly, yeah. Um Yeah. Uh yeah, I, I think I think that was my favorite too. I think uh Ennis did a really good job of playing up the the internal monologue of Bruce. Um and and yeah, like you say, Zach, like really leaning into um the Bruce taking himself seriously, but but nothing else about it really does, you know. And the the juxtaposition there is really well done, I think. And credit to Joel yeah. Jones for that too, because she's she's a titan of comic artistry. Um, yeah. But overall, this issue I think was a a pretty big stinker. Stinky. And. <laughs> Not not uh, doing great at the comic ideas. Exactly. Would you say? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, no. And it really doesn't have me looking forward to the tie-ins very much. I think the, the, the further tie-ins that are coming. Um, and I kind of want to mention, they just announced those two, uh, what was it, Tails? Tales from the Dark Multiverse is that what it is? We got those a while back with like the inf- with uh, was it Infinite Crisis and shit. Right, yeah. but they, they just announced two more. Right, there were like some leaks, yeah, yeah, um, from the top from the collected editions. One of them sounds really ridiculous. Well, one's um, Flashpoint and one's Hush, right? Oh, you mean those? I thought you meant the the leaked the like um what there's the one that's like extreme but it has like three X's in it or something. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't know what those. Are. We don't know what those are yet. But the, the yes, I'm talking about the yeah the tails the ones where Tempest Fuganaut's gonna be uh, flying for, around for sure. Yeah, which totally bizarre that we're getting more of those. That just feels like oh we need we need to put out some comics. Yeah, if that's what Snyder was referring to where he's like you might get a couple more depending on how sales go with this. Like though those were the low point I think of this whole you know, it's been up and down and I think for the most part I've enjoyed the the Snyder run from um sort of uh no justice metal justice league to this. I I've enjoyed more than I haven't. But I think those tales from the dark multiverse books were just, they were such a slog to get through and just really like playing into the worst aspects of this event. I think Mm -hmm. I I don't expect a return to that to bear any 
uh, fruit that's much better than what we've already got. Yeah, I don't remember the creative teams off the top of my head. I was going to try to look them up. Um, well, yeah, I don't know. Either way, I'm I'm not. Ex- I don't care who's on them. I don't. I can't um, see myself getting up for. Oh, <laughs> I, well. I, so the hush one is uh, Philip Kennedy Johnson and Dexter Soy. That's that's promising. Mm. Um, the Flashpoint one is written and illustrated by Brian Hitch. <laughs> no, yeah, these, these they're not gonna be. They're not gonna be anything. Um. Anyway, let's let's get out of the main event. How about that? Sure, sure. Let's do it. Let's do All it. All right. All right. So we got Death Metal issue three, written by Scott Snyder, art from Greg Capullo. Um, page one begins with uh, on New Apocalypse, and uh, this is where they're going to rescue the heroes from New Apocalypse, including Superman, um, which is apparently. Uh, a prison of heroes inside the dying sun. So new apocalypse is the sun. Is that what I'm, did we know that? Yes. Okay. No. Um, okay. So, so, uh, we see a bat brainiac that's called the collector. Um, we see a batrocitus, which is atrocitus. So good. So good. <laughs> And we see Night Glider, which is, I guess, a Silver Surfer Batman. Yeah, I was going to say. 100%, yeah. <laughs> um, and they're investigating the, the the crashed husk of that Trinity Gundam that we saw from the end of issue number two. Um, and Jonah Hex is sort of playing possum inside the zombies Jonah Hex. With, uh, so, you know, they're poking around in there. Jonah Hex pops up, surprises them, and sets off a detonator, blowing them up. Um, so he blows, he blows the, those dark nights up as Batman, Wonder Woman and Harley ride away from the explosion on their various vehicles and monsters. Um, (laughs) we see some Robin parademons flying around saying, holy boom, Batman (laughs) over and over again, which is like one of the, one of the legitimately funny things. Uh, in this event so far, I thought I thought that was cute. You guys it was yeah yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, along the way, they're kind of uh, it, Bruce is expressing some trepidation still about the mission that they're they're on. You'll remember from earlier issues, uh, he and Wonder Woman kind of have a philosophical disagreement about what they're actually going to be able to do against uh, the Batman who laughs here or Perpetua, um, and. Uh, Swamp Thing. Meanwhile, Swamp Thing actually senses the Darkest Night or the former Batman who laughs, uh, sort of rebirth back on Earth. Somehow he can sense that. Um, on the next page, we get a double page spread where. <laughs> you, what you want to say something? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I love it. This is a very yeah. good double page spread. Yeah, it's a it's a great great double pager here, uh, where um, Dark Side Batman or Dark Father, I guess as he's called, is torturing Superman in the with uh, turquoise kryptonite in this like massive uh, stationary bike. <laughs> yeah, stationary bike that he yeah yeah honestly yeah that he has to like a giant peloton. Keep it going. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um, and it's a very cool design. Yeah. Like you, like you guys said, just uh, a very beautiful double page spread here. Um, this, this whole section just reeks Final Crisis, and I loved it. Yes. I, yeah. It's like a direct Final Crisis, crisis homage uh in several instances so it is yeah literally in the text they talk about events that happened in final crisis um yeah it's good it's very good i love the 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 sort of machine that is hooked up to the peloton is very it looks like a monitor it looks like the anti-monitor it looks like the anti-monitor head yeah it's very crisis Sort with a dash of Kirby. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a nice The nice colors are so good. Colors yeah. are good. Yeah, who's the colorist on this thing? Again, we should uh, mention. Isn't it um FCO Placencia? I think Placen that's right. Yeah. yeah, it is, yes. Yep. All right. So anyway, uh he's torturing Superman. He's talking about, you know, uh Fear is is human nature. It's it reveals our truest selves. Blah blah blah. Philosophical stuff. Um, and he offers Clark the anti-life and the ability to rule all over humanity if he join. If basically if he joins up with him. Um, and on the next page, the the heroes show the, up. The new Trinity. The new Trinity. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> God, I wish you were kidding, but yes. Um, the the DCEU, the Snyder Cut trilogy, the, the Snyder Cut Trinity shows up. Um, and Dark, Fa Dark Father sets the pair of Robins at them. Um, meanwhile, Bruce is asking Scott Free how to free him from the free Superman from the death machine because Scott had something to do with, with creating the device. Um, they talk about how Superman's Kryptonian cells are too weak now because of the kryptonite torture that he's been undergoing, and that if he leaves the machine, he'll be hit with the anti-life immediately. It's like a trigger that happens, um, and he's and he won't be strong enough to withstand it. Uh, meanwhile, Diana's taking on Dark Father uh, one on one. Dark Father, <laughs> this part is so bonkers. Okay. Dark Father takes the gun from Final Crisis, basically, which he's modified. Tell me if I have this right. He's modified it so that instead of just sending Bruce back in time, it will just eradicate Bruce from history. Yes, it will un it will unwrite Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yep. And I love how that panel of him pointing the gun is uh, literally a visual homage to... Like, that. that's an homage to a famous... I don't want to say it was a cover. Was it a cover? No, it was. It might have been a variant, but it. It's a um, panel, at least. Yeah, definitely a panel. I think the the whole framing of this sequence is very, very much like this. The the scene in in Final Crisis number six, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm pulling out my absolute right now to compare. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> um, um, it is exactly. So the the panel of Darkseid is 
very much like a pan the panel where Bruce shoots the gun. Yeah. 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 Um Yeah. So anyway, so he he fires the gun. You see it you see the 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 zap hit Bruce and it almost looks like he he looks like he's being turned into a skeleton. But then he's you'll soon find out that he's laying on the ground and he's more or less fine, you know, only a flesh wound type thing. Um uh so anyway, Clark at this point Clark shakes off the shackles and steps forward. He turns out Bruce used his black lantern ring to prevent Superman from being affected by the anti-life when he left the torture chamber. Clark punches Dark Father basically out of the book. <laughs> He's not going to be in the book anymore. Um Wonder Woman asks how Bruce possibly survived hit with the gun um clark says something mysterious about whether diana knows the truth about him or not um she doesn't and neither do we i think um and so they're gonna leave that little bit dangling for later um do you guys have any thoughts on that any theories uh, fan theories as we love to do on this show they hooked up how did that save his life? <laughs> Bruce and Superman hooked up? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess. I guess that could... Uh... <laughs> that explains something, I guess. Um means if you don't get it, you'll never get it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Clark says that the super prison is beneath them, and he... Uh, uses his heat vision to start cutting through. We flip to Lobo after this, and uh, <laughs> Lobo is in the fifth dimension. Kind of. Well, this is great. This is yes, great. This is fantastic. Yeah. He's walking around, gunning down these cartoonish little soldiers very violently. They almost look like they're like um, from a 1950s comic or something. Um, they're a throwback. They're they're the fifth dimensional imps just getting laid to waste. Uh, and he he approaches a tree <laughs> who says, I'm just a widow twee, a harmless twee in the and he reaches into the tree's mouth and grabs something or someone from inside. And I, I think it's gotta be someone hiding inside that tree maybe oh i thought it was something i thought it was the thing that we see him getting oh okay i i thought it was okay yes yes you're right you're right it is it is the metal isn't it oh were you thinking it was like batmite or mixel pit yeah or something i thought like that? i thought it was yeah i thought it was somebody hiding inside at first um i could see that i think it's more likely that it's the metal because i think getting ahead i think there are five pieces yeah that he's yep. collecting yep i think you're right um i kind of wish it was uh batmite but but anyway um yeah so anyway uh this scene ends and then we go to the jsa and wally and barry and they're in that crypt of heroes as we saw in the last issue um and the Robin King appears before them through a portal. 
and goes on this diatribe about how in in his universe or in his earth he stuffed Barry's mom into a flash ring that nullifies the speed force. Very, some really grim, dark stuff here. Yeah. Very twist, twisted Robin King, the goddamn Robin King uh, stuff here, where he, um, you know, kind of taunts Barry in that way. Uh, meanwhile, coming behind him is the Batman who laughs in his darkest night form, which we don't quite see yet. Um, before the flashes decide that they just need to start running, uh, because they don't ha- really have the power to fa- take him on right now. And 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 the Darkest Night is after Wally's uh, Doctor Manhattan power. And if any of that made sense to you, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um. So anyway, the the the, the speedsters start running. They come combine their speed ability to try to run faster, but the darkest night is giving pretty good chase. He is pretty much right behind them. Um, and then before he catches them, it goes away from them back to Superman tearing open that prison where all the heroes are. And I don't know about you guys, but this was my favorite page in the whole issue for a few reasons. Um, but you see, uh, Superman rip open the prison walls and you see all the heroes that have been imprisoned waiting for him. And he says, it's good to see you again. And it's a lot, it's, it's, you know, a pretty big cast of heroes in here. Some of whom we haven't seen in a while. Like Vixen is there. Adelman. Yep. Miss Uh, Martian. Lots of lanterns, except for Simon. They forgot to imprison Simon. Poor Simon. Poor Simon gets forgot about again. Um, you see, yeah, you see Nightwing, Raven, Plastic Man, um, Martian Manhunter, Batgirl. Uh, yeah, just a huge cast. And my favorite thing about this page is that they're all smiling, pretty yes. much. <laughs> like, this is like a classic crisis. The heroes are all here page, I think. And yeah. it was really nice to yeah. see. It's I think it's it's one of the best drawn pages, I think. Like it's very Capullo good. just does it such a good job with these characters. I, I his like rendition of the DCU is is very good. Um it like not I mean of course like there were a lot of great artists that worked on Justice League, but it, it kinda makes me wish that we had gotten some Capullo on the Justice League book. Yeah. But um, do you notice Babs is still wearing her uh, Burnside? Burnside? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I, I know that there were some good issues of her not in that costume, but that's the better costume than the one that we've seen it in is. the last few months. Yeah. And yeah. also, Steel. We see Steel yeah. uh, in an there. upcoming page, and he's wearing like his straight-up 90s Steel costume, which I don't, I don't know if we've seen him look like that in a while mm-hmm. i don't know if we've seen steel in a while when was the when last was time the... we saw steel that's a good question um well N- natasha irons I... has been around and i don't remember if we yeah if we I ever think saw he was steel. in the, the superwoman book he oh that's was. for sure he was yep. yes i think that's the last time i remember seeing him wow mm, yeah okay 
Yeah. So, so yes, lots of heroes, some of whom we haven't seen in a while. Guy Gardner hasn't done very much in a while. He's here. Um, here's here's him with his wife Carmela. Here's him with his wife. Yes. Uh, Animal Man. I think we mentioned already. Metamorpho. Um, uh, Ted Cord, Blue Beetle. Apparently, I mean, I I assume that's Ted Cord. I guess yeah, I I guess I is. shouldn't assume, but. He's, he's been in stuff. He was well, in that Blue in, Beetle book. He's in Suicide Squad right now, you guys. Have you guys caught up on I, that? I have I'm, not, I'm, but I'm that, not that, that's up. on my to catch up on this week list, actually. Oh, so I shouldn't spoil it for you then. No, please don't. He plays an interesting role in that. Okay. That's all I'll say. Um, so anyway, yeah, it, the costumes are interesting because... 10 out yeah, of 10. I was just like, going to say. Yeah, time. yeah, it is. Mr. Terrific's not wearing his uh, Terrific's costume. He's wearing his, his like, original one. Um, so, yeah, it makes you wonder about the timeline if you're the sort of person who, wonder, who wonders about that th- sort of thing. Which um, we are. Oh, yeah. We're, wow. we're, we're such pedants. Um, but anyway, great page. I love the perspective. I love the designs of all the heroes. Costumes are great. I love that they're smiling. It's, it's, it warmed my heart for sure. All right, then we've got uh, Diana's basically telling everybody about the plan, and they do one of our favorite things that happens in event books, which is they're splitting into teams. Mm-hmm. The uh, lanterns. Can I, can I say go- one thing you forgot? Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, we yep, forgot for the, the return of Jaro. Oh, did I skip that? Yeah. Wait, that's not. No, that's not yet. That's that's coming. I'm not to that page yet. Oh, okay. Okay, my apologies. Sorry. Yeah, no. <clears throat> like I'd forget about Jaro. Come on. So Diana's telling them that the lanterns are going to go and take down the human antennae. And they actually show <laughs> a goofy drawing here of like human skeletons stacked on one another acting as antenna um, high above this city, getting like electrocuted <laughs> by the by the crisis energy. Um, and Martian Manhunter's team is going to actually go after Perpetua's throne. Well, uh, Diana and I assume the, the Trinity are going to sneak into Castle Bat and try to get back into all, like the, the thing that she said in previous issues, try to get back into the previous crises and take the crisis energy from them to use for their own uh, defeat of Perpetua. Um, at this point, <laughs> so uh, it was ICE, right? Says, Diana says, mm-hmm. I- I'm here to enlist the help of the most powerful hero among us. And ICE says, wait, you are talking about Superman, right? And she says, no, I'm talking about someone else. And it's Jaro. And he, Jaro is doing uh, his best combination of, I believe, Cool Hand Luke and Shawshank. <laughs> or like Elvis and Jailhouse Rock, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, like... the stuff that he's saying is the, oh, okay, the breaking okay. it up here, boss, is from yeah, Cool yeah. Hand Luke. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah. He's, yeah he's, he's rocking, the, he's rocking the, 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 the black and white stripes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he mentions that he has a poster of Starfire in his prison that he has a, a you know, the Shawshank thing, yeah. the, the Rita Hayworth thing, uh, which is just 
delightful. Um, and Bruce, he's turned around and Bruce walks in on him and says, hey, kid. <laughs> and Jaro turns around. Dad. <laughs> all, <laughs> all right, all right. right. Not, not in front of Clark. Clark. <laughs> I, love how, I love how funny Bruce is in the Snyder stuff. Like, yes. he's he's legitimately has some good quips. Um, he has personality. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Um, so we go back to Lobo after this. And... Uh, and so a voice is saying you have it the final box and lobo's like yeah you, you gotta ask me that you know and he's got this box that has a, an ominous skull on the cap of it and as he opens it up a little bit a green light shines out so there's you know a few things that it come to mind when you think of green light but lex luthor is the one that he's talking to and lex basically says that in these boxes are the death metals Whatever that means, we don't know yet. But Lex says, with them, I will change the story of this universe once and for all. And that's the last page. And we see him in a busted up, uh, what looks to be like the Legion of Doom headquarters, um, taking off his hood and half of his face is scarred up. He's freaking Two-Face, basically, at this point. Um, And that's where we end, to be continued. So I don't know how you guys felt about this issue. I felt like there wasn't a ton of like uh, monumental revelations or anything like that in it. But I thought it was fine. Yeah, I think that yeah. this one this one pushes the the sort of overall story along without giving you too many like specific story beats. Aside from that section where Diana is sort of telling them all what to do. There's not a lot of forward momentum in terms of progressing the plot. This episode, this issue was putting everything in place for next issue to rock and roll. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> I yes. kind of thought that's what the last issue was, but well, yeah. yes, I, 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 I don't disagree with that. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. But, but a couple really good pages for sure. Um, and really great Capullo work here, especially on that one page with all the heroes. Yeah, and we're getting to a place where there's going to be a skip month, and we're getting a bunch of uh, we're getting a, a bunch of one shots. First of all, I believe next, I believe September is when the Justice League tie-ins start for mm. this, and we I also get right. yeah. We also get. I don't. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say I don't think we have like a death metal proper issue. Next no, we don't. Week, or it, next month. I yeah, mean. it's it's the skip month, but we get um, the speed metal one shot, the power metal one. Well, what are the, there's three of them. There's uh, it's like the oh, shit. Speed. Yeah, I think it's the I think it's the speedster one, the the crisis one, and the um. So it's so it's uh, here I've got them. It's trinity crisis speed metal and multiverses end okay yeah trinity crisis so i wonder if that's where the actual like entering of the of the crises by the trinity will happen that is exactly what it looks like is that i don't i don't read the actual solicits so i it may say that in there but yeah that um that's pretty much what this is yeah okay 
Okay, that I am. I'm kind of interested in that. I'm always interested in speedsters, so I'm I'm into speed metal as well. Yeah, it definitely seems like this issue is, you know, obviously kicking off these these tie-ins. Um, trying to read a little bit more here. Yeah, yeah, but we also do get the beginning of the Justice League tie-in, um, Doom Metal, and I th- I think that that's all that we'll get. Yeah. next month so for next month our, our special um death metal episode we'll be looking at all of those one shots yeah um which should be fun i'm excited for that um well thank you folks for listening we we appreciate it as always uh if you have to get in touch with two-thirds of us we're on twitter i am at brian it's an app and i am at woker fox if you need to find vince he is tunneling out of his house behind a poster of starfire just like his pal Jaro. Uh, for me, what? it would be Cat Catwoman. Well, I, I know, but I'm trying to trying to you know, tie you into Jaro here, buddy. Uh, what would be okay. the thing you would tunnel to in your neighborhood? Like, if you could if you could make a tunnel from your house to something in your neighborhood, what would it be? Ooh, um, oh man, um, probably probably this restaurant called Italian Eatery down the road from me. Okay. I would have uh, some Molto Bane um, pasta fagioli or something like that. Okay, okay. <laughs> Zach, if you had a tunnel out of your house and something in your neighborhood, what would you tunnel into? I don't know. I don't like to go anywhere. <laughs> Mine would be to the diner down the street. That would be my my tunnel so anyway enjoy your tunneling enjoy your dc comics talk to you are the most passionate i was gonna say you are the most prepared of any of us when you host oh jesus you obviously are that's not even a, that's not even a question is it zach that makes me sound like a sicko i mean you are you are a sicko, are a sicko. we all know this I mean, that's that's nothing new <laughs>